we must get rid of the life we've planned to get ready for the life that's waiting for us. Joseph Campbell. Hey sis, I've been in your shoes. I've wondered how to step outside of my comfort zone and live the bold and fulfilled life that I wanted and now know that I too deserve. I know what it feels like to struggle as a single mom, to struggle with lack of money, to struggle with lack of resources, lack of self-esteem, and all the crazy shit life throws at you sometimes. I have felt powerless, unfulfilled, unattractive, unsupported, and unwanted for years before I had my breakthrough. There's an answer for you too. You can live boldly, have the life that you desire, break generational curses, and overcome trauma from your past. Welcome to the Wellness Homegirl Podcast. This is the mega center for all things wellness, where I will give you all of the tools, tips, tricks, and hacks to help you master your limiting beliefs and take your life to the next level based on the seven pillars of wellness. Every week, I will bring you advice, inspiring conversations, the conversations no one wants to talk about, the things you weren't taught growing up, and expert insight from industry leaders on various topics. Sis, it is time to stop just living and making it through the day-to-day motions. It is time to be well. Welcome back to the Wellness Homegirl Podcast. So sorry I was not able to load an episode on Monday, but here we are. We are back, and I have a bomb episode for you guys. Today's title is You Are Exactly Where You Are Supposed to Be. And I really think that I had to go through my Monday and Tuesday because this is what I'm supposed to be talking about today. And I got the idea for this episode directly from my life. So on Tuesday, so as most of you know, I am a nurse and I am currently traveling in Georgia right now. I am at a hospital in Brazelton, Georgia. It's a little bit north of Atlanta. And so I was originally scheduled to be here to work in the ER. I am an ER nurse. I then, when I got here, they told me they were moving me to another unit, which is a part of the ER, but it's like an observation unit. It's easier than the ER. 
okay, cool, no problem. Y'all paying me what y'all paying me to do this. Oh, nope, I can definitely do that. So I'm like, cool, like, you know, I feel like I'm stealing a little bit. This is so easy. But anyways, here I am. So these past couple of weeks, the census has gone down at this hospital. And I honestly think that they overhired. But anyways, so I've been sent to other units to help out. And usually when you get sent to other units, because I'm an ER nurse, I go to other units and I'm pretty much just like a helper. They call it a pandemic partner. So I take blood sugars, do vitals, you know, help clean up patients, just whatever the nurses need um, as far as their patient loads goes. I'm like, cool, again, y'all going to pay me to do this? No problem. So I've gone to these other units and I keep getting sent to these other units. And I'm like, dang, can I just work my unit once? Because my unit is kind of easy. But then on the other hand, being a pandemic partner, you are... I get to act, interact actually more with the patients because I'm doing stuff like, you know, changing their beds, helping them bathe, stuff like that. So it's been okay. It's not hard at all, but I just wanted to be on my unit for once just to be able to chill, you know, not be running around all day. But, and there was a couple people in our morning meeting on Tuesday morning that said they had never been sent to another unit. They had never been called off early. And I'm looking like, okay. I've been called off early and I've been sent to these other units. So team leader comes in the room and she's like, oh, Whitney, you're here. We didn't have you on the schedule. I'm like, sis, I am on the schedule, okay? This is, I'm here and I got up early and I'm here and I'm staying. And she's like, okay, well, let me figure out what I'm, where I need to do with you because we actually have enough nurses here. I'm like, oh, okay. So me thinking, from a leadership standpoint, she's going to send somebody else somewhere, the people who have never gone to another unit. But no, she's like, oh, we're going to send you down to Two West. And I'm looking at them like, so y'all not going to say nothing? Y'all have never floated? And I told her like, okay, I floated like my past three shifts, but okay, whatever. So I started to get mad, like instantly pissed because it's why, why me? Why me? But you can't, ha I can't have that victim attitude. So I immediately thought to myself, okay, Whitney, the past couple days you've gone to ICU and you've gone to these other units, you were able to be a blessing to some patients and to uh, your coworkers. So God must need you to go to this unit to be a blessing to somebody else on this day too. Instantly changed my attitude. Went down there. Hey, what do y'all need me to do? Same thing. Blood sugars, vitals, um, just help out with the patients, answer call lights, stuff like that. No problem. And let me, it's crazy because God is so intentional. He puts you exactly where he wants you to be when he needs you to be there. And there was a patient who was struggling with addiction and I was able to pour into him and talk to him and let him know like kind of why he was in the situation he was in and that as long as he had breath in his body it's never too late to change even no matter what age you are you are able to change and then I was also able to support that nurse by helping with her other patients because she had a patient who was very ill and dying so I'm like sis you take care of that I got these other people you know I got you so and and she was pregnant so I was able to like be her backbone for that day and really support her and help her out and 
There was a young patient there. He was embarrassed about what was going on with his body and his condition. And I just had to assure him, like, there is nothing to be embarrassed about. You, This is not something you chose. And I am here to help you. That is who. That is what I'm doing. I'm here to serve you. That's my purpose here. And then there was, like, y'all, the cutest little old lady I've ever seen in my life, little old Hispanic lady. And she talked to me half in Spanish and half in English. Sometimes I didn't know what she was saying, but if she laughed, I laughed. If she cried, I cried. I don't know. But she was so cute and so sweet. And she told me like, you have the hands of a millionaire. I said, okay, Jesus, listen, if that's what you wanted me to hear, I receive it. Okay. But she was so sweet and so cute. And she was sad that nobody comes to visit her. So I made sure I went in her room and talked to her. And when I tell y'all, this was a tough old lady, like she was in pain, like in a lot of pain, but she refused to use a bedpan. She was like, no, ma'am, I'm going to the bathroom. I am going to clean myself. I am going to wash my hands. She was so cute. And then there was another man who just really poured into me about relationships and marriage. And it's crazy because I had just prayed some things on the way to work about relationships and about finances. And these people are talking to me about these things. And he was telling me about his relationship with his wife and how she has cancer and how she kept telling him to get a companion because she can't be there for him like he needs. And he was just telling me like, you could tell just how much he loved his wife and how their relationship was so strong. And it was, it was amazing. And then lastly, (laughs) y'all, you always have that patience that will try you and that will get on your nerves. And of course, there was one of those too. And she, at first she, she thought I was a tech. My, I guess my badge was turned around the opposite way. So she didn't know I was a nurse. And she made some little smart remarks, some little smart comments. Her husband was talking to me about, she has some candy on the table. And I was like, oh, I see you have a sweet tooth, whatever, just making conversation. And her husband was like, yeah, we do. And I'm like, oh, me too. And he was like, oh, my mom was the best baker and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I love cookies, cakes, pies, all that. But I don't like baking. It's too much measuring for me. And she said, how are you going to not like measuring and you're trying to be an RN? I didn't even correct her. I just looked at her. The doctor or somebody came in the room. I'm like, well, I'm going to let you talk to the doctor and I'm going to keep on moving. As I walk out of the room, I hear her say, "Ugh, you see what I have to deal with. See, if you if you know me, you know my mouth is slick. I, oh, Lord, I, I'm still working on it. I got a slick mouth. I got to come back like like that. But I didn't say anything. I told her nurse and her nurse was like, I know she. Yeah, I know. So. Later on, she wanted her bed changed. And I'm like, I'm going to go do it. So I went and changed her bed and I'm talking to her. And I actually ended up fixing her air mattress. And then I was the greatest person in the world, of course. And then I guess that time my badge was flipped over correctly. And she was like, oh, you're a nurse. Yes, ma'am. I'm an ER nurse, but I'm doing such and such and such today. Well, why are you working as a tech? Why are you... Uh, making beds and cleaning people up. I'm like, because that's what they need help with today. Like, I'm not too good to take out trash. I'm not too good to change a bed. I'm not too good to wipe a butt. Like, I'm a, I'm a regular person. I was put here to serve. And that's whatever manner I am supposed to serve today. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. So then she, you know, got kind of cool. And she needed like, you know, um, 
one of her lines taken out and the nurses there aren't trained, they were going to have to call an ER or an ICU nurse to do it. And I'm like, I can just do it. So then she was terrified. And, you know, I just took my time and it, it took me longer than it should have. But I wanted to take myself out of it and make sure that she was comfortable. I could have just ripped off the dressing and not even care, but I I still wanted to show her, I still wanted to kill her with kindness, to show her that you, you just don't do anybody wrong because you don't never know when you're going to need somebody. But I said all of that and told y'all my whole day to tell y'all that God puts you in certain places because he needs you to come in contact with certain people. He puts you in certain situations because he needs you to be a certain place at a certain time. You Somebody may have a word for you. You may have a word of encouragement for somebody and he may be keeping you from, from death. I, I posted something on Facebook the other day that said, God may have wrecked your plans to save your life. And that is that is so true. You just never know. But uh, some reasons that I feel like things may not work out how you want them to. Um, because one, that might not be what you're supposed to be doing. A lot of times we take on other people's stuff, other people's projects. And that's not what we're supposed to be doing. God didn't mean that for you. So it's not working out how you want it to because it's not your burden to carry. It's not your business to start. It's not your job to have. It's not your husband to have or whatever it may be. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. Number two, sometimes God, what I just said already, God will wreck your plans to save your life. And then it said, appreciate the detour. A lot of times we think the goal or the destination we think that that's what we're supposed to get out of a situation, but a lot of times it's the process. It's accepting the process. So, But I said, God will wreck your plans to save your life. You don't know. You might be stuck in traffic because if you were to get off of that exit, you're supposed to get on the truck. It might be a truck right there that might hit you. You just never know um, what God is protecting you from. Uh, you haven't perfected or learned what you need to learn in this current season. That may be a reason things are not working out for you, or you are in a place and you feel like you're stuck there or in a place you don't want to be in. And that could be mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. You haven't learned what you're supposed to learn. You keep putting it off or you haven't perfected it how you need to, to be able to move to the next level. Another reason things may not be working out how you want, or you might not be where you think you should be, uh, there is someone you need to meet. There's someone you need to bless. There's someone you need to network with at this current place you're in. And that may be a physical place, a mental place. Um, it could be your job. It could be your church, your city. You're tired of being in this city. You want to move, but something's just keeping you stuck. Things are not working out for you to be able to move to this next place um, or this next state. There's something you need to do there. So you have to figure out what that something is. Maybe you need to mend some relationships. Maybe you can't move to a bigger city because you don't know how to manage your finances in a small city where it is cheaper to live. So there's 
something that you need to learn or perfect, someone you need to meet, bless, or maybe somebody's waiting to bless you. Um, like I got called off of work today and I was pissed. If you know me, like I like to have my finances together. I like to have things in order and I had to go ahead and go to the gym. Well, first I prayed and meditated, like God clear my mind, help me to not be mad, help me to not be angry, but I like, I like things in order, but I had to, again, think to myself, it's, it is human nature to go to a negative place. Our brain is meant to protect us. So it is human nature to go to that negative place. Why me? Why did this happen to me? I'm pissed about this. But there are some things I've been putting off, working on some podcast stuff, working on some business things, um, writing my goals and really planning out this six month challenge. So, okay, God, that's that's what I need to work on today. I need to get some things in order so that I can be successful over these next six months during this six-month challenge. Remember everything it happens exactly how it is supposed to happen or else it would not happen that way. Maybe you didn't get that promotion because God has something greater for you or that is not for you to have. A lot of times we want these titles and promotions and then we get there to just feel the same and to just be blah and realize there's a whole bunch of bs that goes on behind the scenes that you didn't know about that now you don't even want to deal with been there done that the house you want maybe you didn't get the house you want because listen there's some evil spirits in there or something like you never tried to find out the lesson in the situation and try to just just flip it around like the devil will have you feeling down depressed guilty sad mad but for what for what it came on the radio this morning uh you know the song by ty Dri tribbett if he did it before he can do it again like I, we we a lot of times forget that we've been in worse situations or we've been in bad situations or bad places and we've been brought out of them. And it can definitely happen again. Maybe you had a failed relationship. Maybe that's not the person you wanted to be with or you're supposed to be with. Maybe they cheating or maybe they are just, y'all just not really compatible. Y'all not headed in the same place. Maybe God is stopping the relationship now so y'all don't get before marriage so y'all don't get to the point of marriage and three kids and you're not happy maybe you failed a test you you broke your leg god is trying to tell you to sit down you need to be still maybe you need to spend some time with him uh like my hours got cut i need to be still spend some time with god work on some stuff that you need to be working on uh you had a death in the family what did what are and you feel sad and lonely and depressed. That's a great time to depend on God and spend time with God. Maybe you don't have the money. You broke. Um, that is, you feel like that's holding you back. Maybe that's God saying, I'm I'm not giving you that job, sis, because there's something greater than you. You know you can do them weaves better than anybody else. So you need to go do your own, have your own hair business. Like, I'm not giving you this little job. And I put this gift on the inside of you to, to be great or to, to write books or to do this, other, whatever the other thing is. So think of it like that um maybe you are addicted to something or someone and you you feel like you're stuck in that addiction maybe that's a sign that 
you need to change something. You need to change your focus. You are where you are for a reason. Maybe you need to meet somebody else in AA next month or tomorrow and y'all will be a blessing to each other or, you know, whatever it may be. I'm just, I'm just throwing stuff out there. So definitely look for the positive in, in everything. If you train your mind to instantly turn those things around from negative to positive, it will start getting easier and easier and to eventually, hopefully, it comes to a point where it's just automatic. Okay, where somebody says, um, like my situation, no, you have to go to another unit today. Oh, okay, great. So I can go be a blessing to some uh, to another unit today. I can be a blessing to somebody else today. So where those things become automatic. When things don't go your way or you're you feel stuck or you just you just feel like you're not in the right place or you don't feel right, just always go to a place of service. You will be blessed when you always go to a place of service. Like my hours got cut today. Uh, one of my friends, her son was doing something with his football, ta- football team. And I know this, me not working today is going to affect me financially. I mean, I'm not going to be homeless or anything like that, but I want my money, like period. But there may be something I, I'm not able to do because I don't have this money, but I go to service immediately because I know I have never gone without a meal. I have never gone without food, water, shelter, like nothing. So I was like, let me go ahead and donate to her son's football thing. I just go to service. Let me be a blessing to somebody else, even during my time of need or my time of when I'm feeling down. Um, So something's not going your way. You get on a detour. Maybe you're stuck at work a little bit late or whatever. Just think like, who am I supposed to bless today? God put me in this situation, in this place for a reason. Who am I supposed to bless? Let me be a blessing today. I pray that every single day on my way to work. Let let me be a blessing today to my patients and my coworkers. But I can't choose how I get to be a blessing. Uh, What am I supposed to learn from this? Who, like, Lord, bless me today. You can ask for a blessing too. Like, I was blessed by my patients yesterday just by them pouring into me and really, me really getting to show them who I was and being able to truly serve them was a blessing. So, I. Just want to say you might be where you are supposed to be. Like you are where you're supposed to be. It's not always what we want. It's not always what we thought. We thought we was going to be married by 30 and have three kids and have a big white house in this big city and drive a Lexus. Like we always have all these things planned out, but a lot of times God's plans are greater and they're it's not this, things are not just going to be given to you. You have to have lessons are necessary. You have to have lessons. You do not know how strong you are if you never have to go through something or be tested. You you never know how strong you are if you don't use your strength. So that's all I have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Happy Thursday. Y'all have a safe Halloween weekend. I love y'all. Goodbye. As always, y'all, I would love to hear from you. 
If you want to hear about a certain topic, if you want to hear from certain experts in certain areas, shoot me a DM or a text. You can feel free to text me at 817-937-8322 or shoot me an email overallwellness123 at gmail.com or shoot me a DM. Y'all can get in my DMs. It's okay. And my Instagram handle is the underscore wellness underscore homegirl. And you will see me on there with Nicole. So shoot me a DM, shoot me an email, or shoot me a text. I would love to hear from you. What have I said or information I've given that's like really clicked with you? That's really like, yes, I needed that, sis. Or what information do you want to hear? Like I said, I love to hear from you. This is all for all of us to make us all better and get the life that we want. So reach out to me. Well, that concludes this episode of the Wellness Homegirl Podcast with Whitney Nicole. Make sure you share the podcast to your stories and tag Whitney in the story as well. You never know, you may just win something for your support. Thanks for listening.